Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Season 3 of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics, and we take live calls with prayer requests and testimonies. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning, and we pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase, and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We want to thank you for listening to Seeking the Kingdom podcast, Season 3, Episode 12, titled, Press On Toward the Goal. Mason Christopher, I'm joined tonight with Whitey, my brother, and Joshua, my brother. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you continue listening to these podcasts as they're done for the glory of God. Uh, with that, we want to open up in prayer. Whitey, would you be able to open up tonight's service in prayer for the glory of God? Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you, Father, asking for your anointing, Father God, your Holy Spirit to fill our hearts, Father God, your Holy Spirit to speak to us and through us, Father God. We ask that you anoint Joshua, Father God, as he reads your word, Father God, as he explains your word to your people, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. would touch your people's hearts, Father God, that your word would change life as we know it can do, Father God. We trust you. Father God, and we ask that you bless the reading of your word, Father God, the sharing of your message, Father God, the listener as they listen, Father God. We thank you for who you are, Father God. Bless tonight, Father, as we open in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And with that done, uh, we want to hand the mic off to Joshua. We thank God for Joshua and the vision that God gave him with this podcast. So, uh, Joshua, the mic is yours. God bless you, boys. Uh, first of all, like always, I just want to say I do not take any of this lightly. Um, and everything that I share is to me first. I'm not here pointing fingers at anybody. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, spiritual maturity. And that's something that I am working on uh, in my life daily. Um, Amen. And... I just want to share this quote. Uh, I don't normally do this, but I came across this quote, and it went perfect with the study. Uh, and this quote is from Albert Einstein, of all people. Uh, wow. Growth should be commenced at birth and ceased mm. only at death. Let's read <laughs> it one more time. Growth should be commenced at birth and ceased only at death. Mm. Uh, I thought it went perfect with this because... There's never, you never stop. You never stop growing. There's mm-hmm. never going to be, uh, you're never going to reach that perfection. You're never going to reach that maturity. But when we're in heaven, when we're in heaven, that's when we're made perfect. That's when we're made mature. I want to read something that Paul writes to the Philippian church in chapter 3, uh, verse 6 through 14. Uh, and just to give a little context of what's going on. Uh, Paul is explaining to these people that he was a big part uh, of the Sanhedrin. He was a big part of the High Council. He was a body buchigajo. But look mm-hmm. what he says here, guys, uh, in verse 6. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable. But now I consider them worthless. Some versions use the word garbage. Because of, because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless. When compared uh, with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else. Counting it all as garbage. There he uses the word there. All as garbage. So that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, 
so that one way or another i will experience the resurrection from the dead and here's our main key and here's what we're focusing on tonight verse 12 i don't mean to say that i have already achieved these things or that i already have reached perfection but i press on to possess that perfection which christ jesus first possessed me no dear brothers and sisters i have not achieved it but i focus on this one thing forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead i press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which god true christ jesus is calling us let us who are spiritually mature agree on these things if you disagree on some points i believe god would make it plain to you uh, and that's exactly the way i feel tonight boys that Amen. we're just forgetting about the past and we're going towards the goal we're going towards what god set us to do and that's to become spiritually mature um and i just wanted to uh say that before we get into the study that we're not perfect we're not uh fully developed maturity wise and we never will i like the gajo said albert einstein from birth the only way that the maturity and the growth stops is when we die uh, and we're in heaven with Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so that being said, that ends the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, but now we're going to go into our study uh, on who better uh, to learn spiritually uh, growth from and maturity than the Apostle Peter. Amen. Uh, Simon, uh, who is known as Peter, uh, was loudmouth. He was impetuous. He was boastful and was unstable at times. But the book of Matthew states that he and his brother Andrew was the first disciples called by Jesus. Christopher, yeah. Jerry, it amazes me that Jesus would, knowing, Jesus is all-knowing, amen? Jesus yeah. is uh, forever seen. He knows everything. He sees the future. Knowing this impetuous this loudmouth person, this boastful person, who's going to be unstable at some times. He called them first. He called him and his brother first. Just like he calls us the loudmouth, impetuous, the boastful, the unstable. He's able to use a person like me. But see, what we have to understand here, guys, is Peter didn't stay like that. And we're going to find out a little bit more. Uh, let's Amen. go into uh, uh, Matthew uh, 4, 18, 19. Christopher, can you go there? Matthew 4, 18, 19. Matthew 4, 18, and 19. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Yeah, I want to I make that point clear. Jesus called unto them, come, follow me. And I want us to remember that because that's going to become very key uh, at the ending of our study. Uh, so Jesus calls uh, Simon Peter and his brother Andrew and says, come, follow me. So, again, Jesus, who is all-knowing, asks this person to follow him. And look what happens, Matthew 15, verse 10. And he called the people to him and said to them, Hear and understand, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of a mouth that defiles a person. What's mm. going on here is uh, the Pharisees uh, go to Jesus and said, why do your disciples break the law? Why do you not uh, talk to your disciples about breaking the law? They eat with unclean hands. And this is the response Jesus has for them. And he called to the people and said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what go in, goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know... Uh, that the Pharisees were offended when they heard the saying? He answered, Every plant 
that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides. And if the blind lead the blind, both would fall into a pit. And here's our key point. Wow. Peter said to him, explain to us the parable. Hmm. And he said to him, are you still without understanding? Do you not see what goes into the mouth, passes into the, uh, the stomach and is expelled? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person. And he goes on by saying, uh, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, uh, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, death, false witness, slander. Those are what defiles a person. But to eat what is unwashed, uh, to, but to eat with unwashed hand does not defile anyone. So what I want somebody, what I want the listener to catch here is Peter failed to understand what Jesus was saying. Just like us, guys, when we read the Word of God, we're not perfect. There's some times where reading the Word of God is hard to understand. There's some times when we read the Word of God that we're not going to understand every single little thing. Mm -hmm. But with prayer, with fasting, with asking the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and to give us that understanding. We're able to understand all things for God's glory. And look what the Bible says in James 1.5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach. It will be given to him. See, God wants us to understand, but are we willing to listen? See, I believe with all my heart that Peter... Uh, that Peter wasn't giving his full attention at this point to Jesus. Mm. Maybe he was being distracted by something at that point. But it was clearly what God was saying. It was very clear what God was saying. Sometimes that the most simplest message can get lost in translation. But when we ask the Holy Spirit and we do it with all our heart, God will give it to us. God will give us that wisdom that we seek for. God will give us that knowledge we seek for. God will give us that uh, understanding we seek for. And that's the first step to spiritual maturity. Amen? Amen. That was our first uh, key point to spiritual maturity, is reading and understanding the Word of God. Amen. Uh, another point uh, that I wanted to make that Peter and the disciples did um, was it was selfish. It was selfish. How? What do I mean by being them being selfish? Let's go to Mark nine thirty three. Whitey, can you go there? Mark nine thirty three. Amen. Mark chapter nine verse thirty three. And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, "What were you discussing on the way?" But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all, and servant of all. Amen. God bless you, White. See how their selfishness... Now, this is not only Peter. This is the twelve. See mm -hmm. how their selfishness got the best of them, boys? They was being uh, judgmental on one another and asking talking amongst themselves, asking themselves, who was the greatest disciple? What does that matter? They're walking with the Messiah. They're walking with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They're walking with Jesus. Mm. Jesus is healing people at this time. Jesus is doing miraculous miracles at this time. Why is this of their problems? Just like us, we let our, the best of us ruin everything around us. What do I mean mm. by that? We let uh, our situations, we let our problems, we let our uh, uh, health problems, we let all that get the best of us. And that, dis that distracts us. See, that distracts us. And we're selfish for not realizing that we serve an almighty God. 
we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And just like those 12 was walking with Jesus that day, we walk with Jesus every day. We walk with Jesus every day. For the Bible clearly tells us that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So why are we being so distracted about our problems and not focusing on the greater things that Jesus mm -hmm. has in store for us? Look what the Bible, uh, Christopher, I want you to go to uh, Philippians chapter 2, uh, verse 3 and 4. Look what the Bible says there. <clears throat> Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. There's another step to growing spiritually mature, is not looking to uh, our own interests, but looking to the interests of others. So let us grow up and let us understand what the Bible's saying there, and let us take that in too, and let us grow in that area. Why do you have something amen. you want to say? Uh, amen. So here you see uh, something you wouldn't expect from the disciples of Jesus, the 12. Uh, the growth that you see them grow from is this scripture. They grow from the point of uh, arguing uh, about who's going to be greatest. Uh, and and other, in uh, other uh, gospels, you'll see what the, uh, who's going to be greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, and then they're, they're arguing this. And that's, that's a frame of mind. That's a, a selfish frame of mind. Their, their minds are set on themselves here. And then Jesus tells them, listen, you're thinking about it all wrong. Right then and there, their master, the one who they're following, says, you're thinking about it completely wrong. Be last. That'll be the greatest. And Seek to be last. And so they gain this teaching, and then they grow. And they become new men from and that. And you know what I love about this, uh, Whitey? Is because Jesus had a, a great opportunity to say, get away from me. Go away. Don't follow me no more. You're crazy. Selfish. And, you know, because they're, so, they're showing them being selfish. But Jesus is a loving, caring father who cares for his children. And he would never turn his followers, he would never turn his children away from him. Uh, Christopher, you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, Joshua, just uh, the focus is on Jesus. As us as the disciples now in our walk with Christ, uh, when things start to look at uh, self-ambition or we start to look at ourselves to say, well, I can do that, or uh, you know, I, I think I'm pretty good here, or I'm getting good at this area. Or, no, Jesus says it himself in Matthew, I think it's uh, Matthew 20, 28, that uh, Jesus came uh, not to be served, but to serve right. jesus is the main one that served he gave his life for us so yeah. when our hearts are taken off of our service into what he did our gratitude our services and gratitude oh what am i doing this is great what i'm doing i'm serving and uh, uh, uh no our minds are going to go to him and that gets the uh, attention off of us and not to him and what a great point christopher that jesus is a great example of being humble and serving others and not being selfish and thinking about himself. See, he could have think about himself that day and not go on the cross. But right. in order for us to gain access into heaven, in order for us to be looked at through eyes of love, no longer through the, the wrath of God, he had to suffer a, a, a murderer's death on a cross. Whitey. Uh, the Bible all over the place is going to show us uh, the death of self, the death of our old man, and the rebirth, the renewing, the, uh, the new creation that we're coming to. And that's what Jesus came to do. So people, their frame of mind is selfish. And, and Christ then teaches them. And then they accept the teaching. And that is what's counted as growth. That is what, so it doesn't have to be, oh, it's just uh, selfishness and that applies to selfishness. Oh, no, no. It, it, 
whatever we're we're coming away from, whatever we're dying to, we're, we're meant to die to the old self in all of its ways. We're meant to come away from the old beings that we were and unto the new creation. And Christ has provided us his word uh, to which we can grow unto, to which we can move forward towards the, the perfect version of ourselves, the beautiful version of ourselves that God has in store for us. This is what we believe as Christians. This is, this is our fundamental uh, basis of our faith that God is bringing us unto perfection as he fully understands it, as he fully knows it in his own. So Amen. we have faith and trust in Jesus to, to what, what is right and what we are coming away from as wrong in our growth. Hey, while we're on the subject of selfishness, I want to uh, go to this scripture in Matthew 16, uh, verse 21 through 23. Uh, and what's going on here is, uh, again, Jesus is all-knowing, and he wants to let his disciples know that these are the things that have to take place. Uh, and nothing catches Jesus by surprise, and he wants his disciples to notice that well. But look what Peter does here. Verse 21 from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him on the side and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be from it, you Lord, this shall never happen to you. But then he turned to Peter. Jesus turned to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Uh, boys, are we focused on the things of God, hmm. or are we focused on the things of man? Very good. Are we concerned what God wants to use us for, like God wanted hmm. to use Jesus? Are we selfish and chose not to be used by God? See, Jesus knew. He has to be used by God in this situation in order to uh, bring salvation to the world. But Peter, in his selfishness, because he didn't want to let go of his friend. No, he didn't want that. He was selfish and didn't understand the purpose of God. Uh, Whitey, real quick. Uh, oh, you have something to say? Uh, yeah, if I could, if I could jump in. Uh, so I just want to look at it from Peter's perspective a little bit. He sees this uh, master who's by uh, the, the, he's the definition of a revolutionary. That means his words come and they change the world. His Very good. Things just flip everything upside down. He's a leader of a group of people and he's making this movement and he sees this guy. And, he, and now this guy just told him, okay, I'm going to go die. And the guys that are going to kill me are the guys that always put you guys down, the guys that didn't accept you guys into the synagogues and the guys that didn't call you guys qualified. And, that, you know, the, the guys that really hate me and the guys that really uh, uh, curse everything I do and uh, that, that are against our, our movement here, those guys are going to get me. They're going to win, basically, is what Peter hears. So this guy, in his immaturity, mm. takes Jesus aside and says, wait a minute, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like what you just said. That version of the story scares me, and I don't like that. I, I don't want that to happen. So far be it from you, Lord. Let it not happen. Let that be far away, what you just said. And Jesus' response is, get away, Satan. That probably crushed the man. This is the master. This is the guy I, I, I follow. I gave up uh, everything for because I believe this guy is, is the Messiah. I follow this man. I believe in this man. And I just got trusted. By but Jesus, again, is teaching. Man. Your frame of mind, Peter, you don't see beyond what I'm saying. You don't see beyond my death. Believe me, there's, this is better that I die. There's greater things to come if I do die. That's right. The, now, Peter was short-sighted here. Yeah. And because of that, Jesus needs to teach. 
And then the words of Jesus, harsh though they may be, so long as they're accepted, well, then the change of Peter becomes, well, from Simon to the rock. Joshua? Yeah, I just want to make a, a point very clear. I heard this from somebody, and it made all the sense in the world. As we learn and study on the disciples, Peter and Andrew were fishermen, we read earlier. Mm -hmm. It was unschooled, common men. And now, when he's with Jesus, he's one of the closer, the inner three. He's big deal. He's bold. He's able to say what's on his mind. We, we, he's impetuous. We read earlier, he's impetuous. Mm. And that's something that he's afraid that if he goes away, he, here's, here's the unsta uh, unstableness. If he goes away, I lost. Yeah, very good. If he goes away, I lost. Not that's trusting it in the, the what's next. The Not plan. trusting in the plan. Because it can go with us today. It, and I want to use uh, a, a church worker because, you know, we work in church. I want to use a church worker. If the church, the pastor, the head of the church, the elders, the deacon have a spiritual vision and you're not part of that spiritual vision, what are you doing? Why are you so selfish? Why are we being so selfish and not being a part of that vision that God has for the church? Why don't we want to be a part of that? Why don't we want to be used in that area? See, are we uh, focusing on the things of God? Are we focusing on the things of man? What's the things of mm -hmm. man? Myself and my, what I want, fighting. Yeah, so we have to be on guard for these kind of things. We have to be watching ourselves so that we don't fall into selfishness because that's why these scriptures are in the Bible, not so that uh, uh, it's just information just sitting there. No, it's for us to learn Amen. from. It's for us to gain understanding from and to learn how to avoid being who we're not called to be and become who we are called to be. Amen. Whitey, read Romans 12 too. And look what the Bible says about this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So that's, our, that's our next step to growing to maturity, is knowing and being transformed by the renewing of our mind. No longer to the patterns of this world and understanding that God's will is perfect and pleasing, not only to me, but to him. Amen. Amen. Now yeah. we're going to go to um, our last part of the immaturity of Peter. It's found in Matthew twenty six sixty nine, And I just want to say, I know we're going pretty fast here and we're, you know, speed running scriptures, but... There's a lot of scriptures tonight, and I just want to get through them and, and get to the point. So we apologize if we're moving fast. Uh, Matthew uh, 26, 69. Meanwhile, Peter was sitting outside in a courtyard. A servant girl came over to him. You were one of those with Jesus, the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those around standing, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know what uh, the man, he said. A little later, some of the other bystanders came over to Peter and said, You must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore, a curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. Suddenly, Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went away, weeping bitterly. Well, Guys, in front of others, people, 
Are we showing the light of God? Hmm. Are we showing the love of Jesus? We see here that there was two servant girls. What kind of harm could a servant do servant girl do to this man who just cut off a Roman soldier's ear? What kind of harm could these two girls do to him? What kind of harm could these people do to him? It says that he was by a fire. So you have to imagine something, Whiting. I believe that these people were homeless. I believe that these people had nothing to do with the Pharisees, had nothing to do with the Sadducees, had nothing to do with the high council. But he was scared of these people who had nothing to do with that. Are we letting fear of other people affect our witness in, in front of them? Well, if I show God's love and if I don't say the, 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 the dirty joke, if I don't do this thing, then this person is not going to be my friend no more. If I go do this thing, then I'm not going to be called next time to, to, the, to the show. If I go do this time, this guy's not going to be my friend. And I'm afraid to lose that. No, what's more important? What's more important? Showing the love of God? Showing God's light? Or that friend? I want you to question that right now. That if you're thinking about choosing your friend over God, then what kind of friend are you with? What kind of friend are you with, Whitey? Again, uh... When I uh, studied on Peter, uh, I I looked it up and I I I, I just in, in my understanding of the scriptures, the the just the, the context of Peter's entire arc, his story, it shows he was ready to die in the garden for for Jesus. He, he was he was going he, he pulled out a sword against the Roman armies, ready to die mm -hmm. right there. And then 20 seconds later, he's denying him three times. It, it, it's the same story. It, it's he's afraid here of not getting what he sees. He he thinks that if oh, oh if if they associate me with him, well they're gonna capture me. And then how how am I gonna help him if I'm captured? If if they're gonna throw me in jail, and then how am I gonna get him out of the jam that he's in? But that's not what, what's going on here. That's not the big picture. Jesus has to go through these things. Jesus has to be sentenced to death by these Pharisees uh, and Sadducees uh, by Rome. Jesus has to be the because that's the plan of God, and we shouldn't miss that. We shouldn't miss the plan of God in our lives for selfish desires. We shouldn't miss the plan of God for our unwillingness to grow. We're being called to grow Amen. to God's design, to within God's plan, which is perfect and good and pleasing. Amen. You trust the word of God when it says these things. This is who you're called to be. This is who you're meant to be. You're destined to be the perfect, beautiful thing that God has in store for you the creation that he designed he is bringing you to and you can trust that that's good follow it grow amen. it amen uh i just don't want to get lost i don't want the point to get lost uh again in front of others do we show the light of god do we show the love of jesus look what it right. says in matthew five sixteen. christopher can you read that for us matthew five sixteen. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. That's what it's all about, guys. Amen. That's yeah. what it's all about, giving glory to the Father. Yeah. So that's our next step to maturity, is not worrying about other people, but always showing our good works, always showing God's love, always shining God's light in front of other people that we may glorify God. Amen? Amen. Okay. Showing the work that God is doing in us, the progressive work that God is doing in us Amen. for his glory. Amen. Amen. So now it, we, we come to a point where the last time we saw Peter, he went away weeping bitterly. So we see that there was, uh, there was kind of conviction. We see that there was remorse for denying Jesus. We see that he was sad when he denied Jesus. And that brings us to this story. See, Peter and the disciples, after Jesus' uh, death on the cross, uh, they went back to their normal lives, boys. Peter went back to being a fisherman. 
And remember what we talked about earlier, Jesus said, follow me. Well, let's read what he says here. Jesus, uh, Peter's on the boat. Peter's on the boat fishing with the disciples. And they see a man on the beach. And he tells them, throw your net on the other side. And they bring in so much fish. And this man says, bring what you caught over here. And now when he says that, boys, Peter and John realize that it's the voice of Jesus calling out to them. And Peter uh, puts on his clothes and starts running uh, in the water and, and gets to the beach and sees that it's Jesus, his friend. He sees that it's Jesus and he has this, uh, he has this confrontation with Jesus. A confrontation that brings reconciliation to Peter. And this is the, the, the part, we all know the story. Uh, do you love me? Do you love me? He asks Peter. And this is the third time. This is the, the third time. Uh, John twenty one seventeen. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was heard that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of debt he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Peter turned around and saw behind him the disciples who Jesus loved. I want to stop there for one second. The same way that Jesus called Andrew and Peter at the first time in, in the book of Matthew, he says, follow me. It shows here that Jesus reinstated Peter. It shows here that when he calls and says, follow me, he reinstated Peter and assured him, you're still part of me. And when he told him his, uh, the predicted his death, Whitey, it showed him that you're going you're gonna to die. And when you die, it's going to glorify me. It's going to glorify me. So Jesus show, is showing him and, and reinstating him as an apostle, as a disciple, as a follower of Christ, that he assured him, there's no reason to feel that sorrow anymore that you felt that night when you betrayed me. There's no reason to weep bitterly anymore because I'm here with you. And I love you. And I care for you. Now serve me. So he said to him, follow me. Verse 20, Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, who is John. The one who leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? See, we're, we're talking about maturity here. And Jesus reinstated Peter here. But there's still not... He's still not fully mature. Why is it such a big deal? Why does he care so much about John? Why does he care, Christopher, so much uh, about John at this point? And why ask him, uh, what about uh, him, Lord, Christopher? Joshua, when uh, a long time ago, I was going through something. And I thank God that uh, this was a, a scripture that encouraged me um, because I, I learned something about it through studying. When... Jesus calls out to them on the beach. Peter's the first guy to jump into water. He was eager to get to Jesus. It was like a competition between him and John. Aye. So he gets there, right? Okay. What does Jesus tell him? Feed my sheep, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Jesus is telling Peter, get your mind off of the earthly things and start your mind on service to me. Amen. There's no other mind process of, well, what about me? Or what about this guy? Or, well, what's going to happen? Or what's the future look like? Or what? No, 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 no. Trust me. And here's the process. Do my work. You're the feet and the hands of the ministry. Now do my work. The goal. And but right after that, he asked, what about John? Hey. <laughs> After being reinstated, you know what I would do after doing that? Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I, I love you. I wouldn't ask about you, Christopher. 
I was no. just I was I just felt sorrow. I just felt uh uh hurt in my heart and because I betrayed Jesus and now I'm asking about you. It makes no sense. But look what look what Jesus says to him in verse twenty two. Jesus replied, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. Amen. He said it to him a second time this time, Whitey. And look what happens when he says it to him a second time. From the ambitious, self-motivated, impulsive, inconsistent follower of Jesus to the fully committed, charismatic leader of Christ's church. Amen. That's what happened to Peter at this moment when he said it to him a second time. Follow me. And now we're going to pick up the mature Peter. We're going to pick up what happened on the day of Pentecost. It says, Christopher, that tongues of fire began to uh, divide and they began to fall up, uh, upon people. And a sound of a mighty rushing wind uh, came and attracted all the people in Jerusalem to come and, 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 and see what's going on, to hear what's mm -hmm. going on, this noise. And some of the people, uh, they, they started to make fun. They started to make fun as the people, as the Holy Spirit, Whitey, enabled uh, the 120 people that was in that upper room that day, enabled them to speak in other native languages, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Amen. gospel of Jesus Christ in every other language. Now, these were, these were Jewish people. These were Hebrew people. They only know only a certain amount of language. But there was multiple languages being spoken that day through the power of the Holy Spirit because God wanted His Son's gospel. God wanted His message to get out to save the world. To save the world. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to show you, I want to show you the same person that was afraid that day of those two servant girls. What he stands up and says, then Peter stepped forward with the other 11 apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you. This is found in Acts uh, 2.14. Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all the people. Your sons and daughter will prophesy, and younger men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. See, this is boldness. This is Amen. boldness only through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christopher Jerry. This is boldness that is able to come upon us, that is able to come upon the listener, that is able to come upon uh, whoever. Whoever God chooses, the Holy Spirit is available to everybody. Are we obedient enough? Are we sensitive enough to hear that voice? To speak God's word in boldness, to preach the word, to, to, to preach it in boldness for God's glory. Whitey. Amen. Uh, Joshua, so I want to thank God because I, I know that the Spirit of God is moving through the message, is utilizing you. God bless you, Joshua. So, I just want to set a little more context here. Uh, we just read about him jumping off the boat and, and reaching the shore. And then we just read about uh, Peter and Acts. But, but what happened was why he was on that boat is because uh, three days have gone by and there was no Jesus. There was no uh, big moment where the return of the king and he just uh, takes over the world and Peter doesn't see that moment and he goes to his lowest point, goes to his lowest point, but then sees Jesus, goes to the shore, gets reinstated, but then Jesus goes up into heaven, flies up into heaven with his body and is taken into heaven. And now the Holy Spirit is is. Uh, uh, the day of Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit falls onto uh, Christians, uh, onto the believers of Christ, and enters into them. Uh, and and now what's happened is Peter 
has gone from his lowest point, his lowest point in a matter of uh, a couple of days, a couple of days. He is now brought to this man that you see now who's telling the world, this is, this is not the power of a, a drink. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. What you're seeing right now, this is the power of God. And becomes this bold preacher and becomes this, this mighty uh, uh, spokesman for God and just completely uh, uh, preaching uh, through the Holy Spirit and becomes this person who you, who you see and who you admire. What a beautiful picture of growth. What a beautiful picture of growth. From our lowest point, we're taken to this, he's taken to being coming this man of God. That's who we're called to be. Doesn't matter that you're not in the Bible. Doesn't matter that you're in this position, that position. Doesn't matter where you are, who you are. You're called to be that. Amen. And Whitey, now that Peter is empowered by the Holy Spirit, look what it says in Acts uh, 2.36. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, Amen. to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each one of you must repent of your sins and turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you and to all your children. Thank you, Jesus. And even to the Gentiles. Thank you, Lord. And all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourself from this crooked generation. To those who believe what Peter said, to those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000 in all. The Whoa. same person, the same person that wept bitterly, empowered by the Holy Spirit, just saved 3,000 people. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Christopher. Joshua, to me, this sounds like two different people. <laughs> and, and the truth is, it is two different people. Amen. Because the act of the Holy Spirit on that day transformed these people, these apostles, these disciples, to do the work of the Lord. That Gajo that was afraid of the two little girls in front of the fire that couldn't harm him in any way is now telling Jews, Gentiles, and everyone who's listening, Romans, to Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, you guys killed him, has over. no more fear to preach the truth. It's not has over. no more fear to say the truth. It's not over. And that same work could be done in us today. Amen. Amen. It's not over, Christopher. It's not over because that same uh, spirit that uh, empowered Peter to save 3,000 can empower you tonight. The same, the same spirit that made a new creation in Peter to stand up now and to speak to these people with no fear, with no doubt, with no, uh, you know, I doubted him and this, no. This is the, the true power, the Christ. Whom you crucified. Amen. Uh, Pastor Ronnie said something Tuesday night, Christopher. This, uh, the book of Acts is the beginning of the church. Amen. And the church is not over. The church is not over until Jesus returns for his church. And that book is still being written today with you, with the listener, with Whitey, with uh, Chicago, with Houston, with California, with Oklahoma, with uh, San Francisco, whatever. The book is still being written today. Are we Amen. willing? Are we sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit to be used by the Spirit in order to save souls? That's the next step of growing to maturity. Why Amen. Amen. Uh, <laughs> when we were reading this scripture on Peter, you would see this pattern of rebuke after he opens his mouth. You would see uh, this pattern of he would say something and then he would get rebuked. He would say something and he would get corrected. He would say something and then something bad would happen. Something negative would happen. And now from those 
from the from that old Peter, now you've come to this Peter after being given the great commission by Jesus, after seeing Jesus rise up into heaven, after gaining that fate, after gaining that that uh, understanding, and then now the Holy Spirit's baptism of Peter with all these tools. Well, what happens is Peter himself can speak boldly the word of God through his fate. Peter himself now can speak with authority and no one rebukes. As a, as a matter of fact, the people listen. Mm -hmm. The people understand what he's saying and they, they agree and they're taught by Peter who was a student and he's now become a teacher. Amen. A leader. To be. He became well, a leader, Whitey. That's he right. became a leader. He was the a leader of that first church, Christopher. When the truth, Jesus, spoke to him on that beach, it pierced his heart because it reinstated him. He knew what ah. he did was wrong. Ah. Now, these words pierce the Gaget's heart because he's Amen. speaking the truth. Amen. Very good. Very good. Great point, Christopher. And look what the next point I'm, I wanted to make. And I know we're running a little bit long, uh, but... The Holy Spirit, when we grow into maturity, it endures us and uh, enables us, I wanted to say. It enables us to trust. Mm -hmm. It enables us to trust the power of God. And look what happens. I just want to explain it real quick. Uh, in chapter 3 in, in, in Acts, uh, Peter and, and John were walking uh, to the synagogue. And they see this beggar on the street, Christopher. Mm-hmm. And this beggar used to come there every day at the uh, same time uh, for, I, I don't know if it says how many years, Christopher, but it, it, he's there every day at the same time. And he's looking intently, the Bible says, at Peter and John. And Peter goes to uh, this beggar and tells him, I don't have silver or gold. I don't have silver or gold. But trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit, he says to him, what I have, I give you. Get up and walk. What? What? This person trusts enough. Didn't trust Jesus. Didn't trust Jesus by saying, I have to go. I have to leave you guys. But now he has the trust to say, get up and walk. Mm. Like you said, Christopher, a complete different person. So going on from there, he moves to the colonnade, Christopher. And people are seeing him and John walking with this beggar who was lame. Now this, lame, uh, this beggar is jumping for joy in the colonnade. And now the same people, Christopher, that crucified Jesus, the same people, Whitey, that crucified Jesus, and, and they said to him, crucify them. The same people now lock up Peter and John. The same people. Jesus was uh, locked up. Jesus was taken as, as a prisoner and Peter was afraid. Now Peter is taken as a prisoner. Now Peter and John are taken as a prisoner. And that fear is no longer with him. That's the next step to maturity. No longer fearing. No longer fearing. Look what Peter says to these people now. Look what it says in 19, verse 19. Peter and John replied to these people. To the to the the Pharisees guys, Peter and John replied, "Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than Him? <laughs> Deep boldness, Deep boldness. The, the Peter, like I said earlier, that was afraid, is standing up to the same people that crucified Jesus. We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. That's boldness. That's maturity. That's trusting in God. That's um." Understanding that his purpose, what his purpose is, and that's another step to growing to maturity. Understanding your purpose. That's Buddy. right. Very good. Uh, this is the Peter that denied him three times. Same guy. Same human being that denied him three times so that he don't get captured, so that he gonna, now does not have that fear whatsoever. And to the guys that can put him directly in jail, walks up to him and says, hey, you murdered the Messiah. What? This is, this is, you're asking for it. This is, these are fighting words. <laughs> and what happens is 
the the guy that we we seen we we've also seen now through the bible his growth he he's removed from fear because by uh, to Joshua the goal has become uh, uh, everything to him the purpose has become everything pandanango's savior go and tell the world go and start with the jew go and tell them first that jesus is the messiah and this man believes wholeheartedly well that's the purpose of my existence so i'm going to live it I'm going to be Man. that. That's who I'm called to be. I want to be that. I want to grow to God's calling. I want to be who he sees me as. I want to live to be the person that he has called me to be. That's everything to me. More so important than, than getting thrown in jail. More so important than anything. I'll give up everything to follow Jesus. And bless you, Whitey. Uh, now we get to this part, Whitey. We go to 1 Peter 2. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. So get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. You are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. Amen. So what is Peter saying here? First of all, to get rid of all evil behavior. That's mm -hmm. growing uh, spiritual. That's spiritual growth right there. That's growing yeah. to maturity. To get, be done with all deceit. To be done with all jealousy. And all unkind speech. And like newborn babies, to crave spiritual milk. Guys, a newborn baby won't stop crying until he gets that food inside of his body, until that craving is satisfied. That's what Peter is saying here. Don't stop crying. Don't stop. Uh, uh, don't ever be satisfied. Always continue. Always continue to want more and more and more of spiritual yeah. growth. Why? He says it right here. Because God is building you, listener. God is building you into his temple. God is building you as a tool to be used by him. I don't care who you are, what you've done, how you've been. Forgetting about the past and pressing towards the goal. That's what Paul said at the very beginning. So let's forget about the past and press on towards the goal. And I just want to end with this, uh, Christopher. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3.11. And we're going to come to our closing question. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. Be joyful. Grow to maturity. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace then the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet each other with Christian love. All of God's people here send you their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. God bless you, Christopher. So here comes our closing question, Whitey. Are we joyful? Are we growing to maturity? Are we encouraging each other? Are we living in harmony with our brothers and sisters? Hmm. So forget what lies behind and let's move forward to what lies ahead. Let's grow together. God bless you. Uh, I hope tonight's message was a blessing. I know we was a little long and I know we was uh, speed running scriptures, but I pray that the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to you, uh, listener tonight, and I hope that the seed fell on good soil and that we Amen. would all grow together in Jesus name uh, like always uh, to end the program 
we want to uh, bring up prayer requests. But also what we want to do is we want to encourage you. We want to invite you to our services. Sunday, 7200 Davy Road Extension in Hollywood, Florida. We start at 5 p.m. Again, on Tuesday night at the church, same address, we start at 9.30 for men's Bible study. And every Thursday at 9 p.m., we start our Thursday night midweek service for the glory of God. Everyone's invited. If you are in the state of, uh, the state of Florida and all the surrounding areas, uh, we encourage you to come uh, for God's glory. Uh, Christopher, can you take prayers tonight? Amen. Uh, <clears throat> as we always do every week, we want to uh, see some prayers for some people that we're praying for. Uh, I got a couple of prayers in my heart. Uh, one, Pastor Bob, that God would keep him strong. God watch over him, bless him, to strengthen him. Amado Pralo Bobo, Pastor Teddy's, um, that God's healing and restoration upon his eye in Jesus' name. Uh, I want to pray for my brother, Stevie, That's in right. Atlanta that God's healing touch would be upon him, that God would restore him to full health in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, for the entire Churon family, for healing in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, for Valerie Churon um, and uh, the doctor's appointments coming up, that God would use the doctors for his glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And for the city of Atlanta, uh, everyone who's dealing with COVID, uh, I thank God I've seen on Instagram that a couple of people are getting over it, so we thank God for that. Uh, for the church here, uh, that God would bless us to, to mature. It's time to grow. In Jesus' name. Why do you have a prayer? Uh, amen. Uh, I want us to keep in prayer uh, Amar Paul Herky uh, and also Nino for his family as they go through amen. that. Amar uh, Paul Herky got some bad news. Uh, they said the word cancer, but we know that the word cancer shudders at the word Jesus. Amen. Believe in faith that uh, we're gonna uh, receive our testimony. We're praying to God for that, and we're also gonna pray for uh, uh, Matthew Wally's son uh, for complete healing from food allergy. Uh, also gonna pray for my father uh, for a complete healing on his leg. Amen. Uh, pray for the continuance uh, of uh, the fire of the Holy Spirit moving in the churches, uh, and we're going to continue to pray. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, the autism list and for the uh, Hannah's list. Uh, Amen. Lord, to just be uh, putting peace upon uh, the parents in that situation, in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Christopher, I wanted to pray for the Hannah's list. Uh, I want to pray for every person uh, that's uh, struggling and going to doctors. And uh, I know the pain. I know the pain. And they're they're crying themselves to sleep, and they can't sleep mm -hmm. at night. And and I pray to God that God would give them peace, that God would give them joy, and that God would give them ultimately happiness by giving them their heart desires. That God would bless them by this time next year. I pray that God would bless them with healthy baby boys and healthy baby girls for God's glory. Amen. Uh, and I want to pray for uh, I want to pray for myself actually. Uh, that I would continue to grow spiritually. Amen. That I would continue to grow in maturity. And um, I can't say it enough. I thank God for this opportunity to share his word. And uh, I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm pointing fingers at people. I don't want to sound like I'm, 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 I'm judging and condemning. Because I'm not. I'm growing with you guys. I'm Amen. growing with you guys in Jesus name. I also want to pray for Charlie. Uh, yes, there's Ushua, I believe. Yeah. Or Budaga. Uh, Charlie. One's in Arizona, and uh, the other one, I don't know where she's at, Chris. You know where she's I at? I think Texas. 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 Uh, yeah. uh, Charlie I, 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 in Arizona. Uh, she's going for treatments now. I pray that God would use those treatments to heal Amen. her in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, that God would heal her uh, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Amen. Um, that's it. Amen. So, uh, why do you have another prayer? Uh, yeah, just one more quick prayer uh, that the Lord put on my heart. Uh, it's holidays. Uh, so, we want to uh, keep in prayer the holidays that the Lord will provide for His people, but also 
uh, I want to pray for the people that lost loved ones, uh, that the Lord would strengthen them through this time. I want the, the, them, everyone to know that the Lord is close to them. Uh, the Lord is always going to be close to the brokenhearted. And I, I want them to know that uh, their strength is in the Lord. Amen. With all those prayers said, let's pray. Let's bring them before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you, Father God. We give you glory, honor, and praise. There is none like you, Father God. Nothing and no one compares to you, Father. Devla, we lift all these people to you in prayer, Mukadam, because only you can do it, Father God. We trust, we rely, and we depend on you, Mukadam, your touch, Devla, your healing, Father God, upon these people, Mukadam. Devla, cancer is no match for you. Autism is no match for you, Mukadam. Kidney disease, kidney problems, Mukadam, surgeries, Father God, worries, fears, Mukadam. They cannot stand, Father God, compared to you, Mukadam. You are the great physician, Dilla. You are the comforter. You are the counselor. You are the guide and our guard, Dilla. Protect everybody, Father God, I pray, Mukadam. I pray, Father God, for every ministry, Father God, who's preaching your word, Mukadam, that you would keep the doors of the church, Father God, open for your glory, for your honor, and for your praise, Mukadam, to do your will, Father God. I pray, Mukadam, that tonight's study, Father God. I thank you for Joshua, Mubadan. I thank you for the word that you've given them, Mubadan. Bless us to mature for your glory, Dibla, that we may proclaim your word, Father God, in boldness, Father God, and to tell others, Mubadan, that you are the Christ, you are the Messiah, Mubadan, and that you are the way, the truth, and the life, Dibla. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise, Father God. I pray that you bless the listener, Father God. Whatever they're going through, Father God, whatever their heart's desire is, whatever their need is, Father God, you can provide, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for tonight. We love you, Lord. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, subscribe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.